0: And welcome to the Peaceful Pastures podcast, finding peace in the pastures, spending 10 minutes each day with your shepherd. I am Pastor Daniel Lewig, and this podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministries of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Today we continue our chronological study of the Gospels and our year with Jesus. For first-time listeners, this podcast studies portions of of the Gospels for four days for each week. Listening to the word, capturing the context, putting yourself in the narrative, and applying the word to your life. On day three, we put the Bible in color. I had the privilege of visiting the Holy Land and taking a boat ride out onto the Sea of Galilee. Putting myself there allowed me to better understand the region, the examples in Scripture, to put in color the picture the Bible lesson was describing. While we may not be able to physically visit the Holy Land today, our goal is the same, to place yourself in the lesson. What would be going through your mind as you lived through this portion of Scripture? This week we have listened to the beginning verses of the Gospels. Let's explore what's taking place surrounding this lesson. But first let us begin with prayer. Heavenly Father, sanctify us through your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. As we look at the four different sets of individuals who first heard the gospel proclamation that the Savior has come, if we look at the shepherds, at Simeon, at Anna, at the Magi, What is unique about God's revelation? Let's step back and think about it this way. Who would you expect to be notified first about such a historic moment? As you think through that question, now think about who received that first gospel proclamation that the Savior has come. those who had a job that was not held in high esteem by societal standards, the elderly, and outsiders. What is significant of God choosing to reveal first to these individuals? God does not operate in the way that the world operates. And we see that time and time again when it comes to the revealing of his love. Think about all the times in the Gospels that we'll be coming to. This is one of those themes that we are going to see again and again when it comes to the love of God and what people expect versus what Jesus does. In the gospels how many times do we see the first people being revealed or being given this love those that the world does not think deserves that honor As we look at the gospels how many times Do we see Jesus reaching out to those who were outcasts, to those who were not deserving by the world's standards, by those who were cut off by the world's standards? What is it that made the Pharisees the most angry at Jesus, as we'll explore in the Gospels? Why would Jesus spend time Why would Jesus eat with, why would Jesus dine with, stay with sinners? These were not the people that the Pharisees expected Jesus to spend his time with. They expected Jesus to spend his time with those who were deserving of that time, who were worthy of that time, them. It even confused the disciples at times, as Jesus would give time to different groups that were not valued by society, when people were bringing their little children to him, and the disciples were not thinking that was worthy of Jesus' time, and they tried to shun them away, what does Jesus say? Let the little children come to me, where the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. What does he say to tax collectors? What does he say to Zacchaeus? Come down, for I am going to dine at your house today. To those who were shunned, rejected, not valued by society because of their own actions, not deemed to be worthy of anything of honor from the world. This is who Jesus goes to. This is who Jesus is concerned with spending his time with. Two shepherds, to Simeon and Anna, to the Magi. God doesn't come to the deserving. This is called grace. Sin has made it where no one Is deserving. That's what gets lost by looking at this through the lens of the world's standards. That the world believes there are haves and have nots. That the world believes there are those that are deserving and undeserving. Versus God's standard is the wake up call that says, All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And the wages of sin is death. God doesn't come to the deserving. But God dies for the undeserving. God's love is for the undeserving. God's will to save is for the undeserving. Jesus came to save sinners and as paul says of whom i am the worst paul understood the undeserving nature and the unbel- of his own sinful nature and the unbelieving grace of god's love to him so what is unique about god's revelation What is the significance of God choosing to reveal his first gospel proclamation that the Savior has come to these individuals? But this is also how God looks at you and me. That God comes to us, undeserving sinners though we are, and says, you I want to have a relationship with. You I love. You I have died for. And live again. The reminder of God's grace as we look at the gospel proclamation that we celebrate at Christmas. That God would first come to shepherds in Bethlehem fields. That God would reveal himself, reveal the promise as Simeon raised up Jesus in his own hands. And to Anna. And to the Magi, those that were not part of the chosen people, but God made chosen, just as God has made chosen you and I. What's unique about God's revelation is he doesn't use the world standards. And thank the Lord that he doesn't, because it's his standard of grace that has made us deserving. It's his standard of grace that has made us chosen, his own. Yes, as we look at these individuals, we marvel at the uniqueness of God's revelation, at the uniqueness of his grace. And we look forward to the pages of the Gospels unfolding to see this theme again and again, look for it and rejoice in it because of what it means for you and me. This wraps up today's podcast. We invite you to join in next time and take the opportunity to share our podcast with someone in your life who could use some peace in the pastures. You can find our podcast on all major podcasting platforms. If you have any questions, feel free to contact us at Christ Countryside Wells, W E L S at Yahoo.com. Our podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministry of St. John's Hillpoint, Trinity Lime Ridge and Bethlehem Richland Center. Music used with permission from Koine, part of their soundtrack to "O oh, That the Lord Would Guide My Ways. You can find their music on iTunes and many other online musical stores. Scripture used in this podcast is from the Evangelical Heritage Version, used with permission from the Wartburg Project. This is Pastor Daniel Lewig wishing you God's richest blessings on your day.